Welcome to Interstitial, a crossover-driven actual play podcast playing a game called Interstitial, Our Hearts Intertwined. I'm Wheels, I'll be portraying Miles Edgeworth, prosecuting attorney. I use they and them pronouns, and I'm also joined by Jay. Hi, I'm Jay, I use he and they pronouns, and I am playing Pidge from Voltron Legendary Defender. I'm also joined by Blake. Hi, I'm Blake, I use they them pronouns, and I'll be portraying Char Aznable from Gundam. I am also joined by Joe. Hi, I'm Joe. I've been GMing this season. I use he and they pronouns. So you're going to hear, I don't know, Tails, Greg, who else is around here? A uh, Worf, Luxer, B- uh, Bulk and Skull. Duke Nukem. Right. God. <laughs> uh, I'm also joined by Riley. Hi, my name is Riley Hopkins. My pronouns are he and they, and I'll be portraying Raphael, the teenage mutant ninja turtle. So last time you all started your casino job, it went very well. Let me run down the list of things. I introduced everybody who was at the the Texas Hold'em game, the Kai Rollers game with Isles Medgeworth. Uh, some of them have have lost at this point, and and so that crowd is thinned. But uh, your your job has mostly been a success, Raph. You you threw something and broke Worf's back, and you got access to the <laughs> security table. Gave those card keys over to. To uh, Char and Pidge, who are going towards the vault. Char defused a situation with Steven Seagal. That was pretty great. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking of the Bane breaking Batman's back frame, but it's <laughs> Raphael War. But uh, yeah, I, I, we left off with Gaussian, the security manager here at the casino, also one of the main bad guys from Skies of Arcadia. He's a guy with a big sword. We left off with him busting down the door to the security room with Raph and Edgeworth is still playing at that game of course and Pidge and Char are getting into the hallway that leads them towards the vault so I assume that I should I should start on this right since it is a pickup of the cliffhanger yeah I think the camera starts on the bottom corner of the PC as the time goes from 3.59 a.m. to 4 a.m., it zooms out to, to show, again, Gaussian kicking down the door to the security room. Raph, what are you doing? The door, the door opens. There's a little note on the thing that says, I've gone to the bathroom. And uh, Raph is behind the door. Cupel is now a comically large hammer. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking Usopp's hammer from uh, One Piece. It says five tons. God, what? I, I feel like there should be a role for him to, to actually, for him to not notice you're there, and also a role for the attack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You didn't know he was coming, so I, I, I think it's a, it's a push through stress to is- actually get out of his sight in time. Absolutely. What uh? What do you want me to roll with? What what links? I mean, just you use mastery. What ninja skills does Raph truly have here? R- Raph has many a ninja skill. First off, let me tell you this. Let me tell. But I'll tell you that. Jot that down. Bot real quick. Believe with you. Uh, the Holy answer is shit. incredibly oh, fucking yes. Incredibly oh, yes. Nice. I rolled a fifteen. <laughs> the door opens, and like you see Gaussian looking in. You see the shot from Gaussian's vision, looking across the room, and nothing's there. And then you look camera's in the room looking at the door looking at galaxy and then on the right side of the door in pitch blackness the white eyes open up <laughs> and you, you, oh, you cool. can roll that good rap doesn't even need to hide galaxy just blind now <laughs> <laughs> yeah fucking you come up with a big hammer you just, you just say your motherfucking life ends 30 seconds from now <laughs> there's about to be two sounds one is me hitting you two is me hitting you again a second time to make sure the job is done <laughs> look part part of me wants you to like roll something else but also 
How do I ignore it? You rolled a 15. <laughs> like, that's gotta count for something, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. What are, what are the options? Two sixes plus three. That's about as good as it's gonna winner get. winner takes it all. Yeah, you're supposed to pick two from the push-through stress list. I think what I want to do, because there's an option on this list that says take plus one forward. I kind of want mm-hmm. to, like, replace that with take lift on your next roll. Mm-hmm. So you get that, and then I'm just going to also just, like, you succeed and no unintended consequences because you rolled a fucking 15. Much obliged. Much obliged. Uh, I'm going to hit this man in the back of the head really hard with a comically large hammer now. Because of how this is laid out, where, based on the the map that we're seeing in front of us... The high roller game is in the room on the other side. Like the security room (laughs) is adjacent to the high roller game. So Edgeworth hears the first slam of the hammer into the back of the of Galcian's head and then coughs on time so that when Galcian's body slams against the wall that's right behind Edgeworth, he's he's like covering the sound of it. That's that's a lift, baby. That's a full success. That is a full success for for strike with intent. Uh, I'm gonna deal great harm and defend myself from harm great yeah so you don't take any harm and and i think gaussian i think will just stay down for a little while i i do like that you covered up the noise uh edgeworth i think the camera pans over to maximilian pegasus who is a couple seats down from you and he says coming down with a sickness meggy boy (laughs) actually i'll be honest i had a rough night last night oh too many drinks deep i see and he sips on his wine glass. How about another for uh, Mr. Sorry, your name was? B- Maximilian Pegasus. <laughs> I'm not going to From say that. From Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh- <laughs> <laughs> One more, please. <laughs> Great impression, by the way. Did, did, not, did not look really up good. any references. I'm just like, I think it's Didn't in there. Didn't need to. I think it's in there. Yeah, it's in there. Holy Edgy bro. boy, great shit to say. <laughs> First time. Me- let's be clear. Medgy boy. Medgy boy. Oh, boy. Right. Edgy boy. Edgy boy. I think I think uh, since the last oh time we looked God. at the table, I think Jabba the Hutt has lost. We don't know how he got in the building or out of the building, but he's gone now. So just, he's gone. Uh, so that leaves a, a, a couple more people. Got eaten by the Sarlacc. Yeah, I guess so. But yeah, I am going to advance a clock because eventually Greg or someone else more smart will notice that Galcian is not in the room. But uh, I think I want to cut then over to... The vault team, Pidge, I, I believe last time you, you got through that hallway door yeah. Yeah. as Char was passing a, a John Wick gold coin over to Casey Ryback from Under Siege. Saving our lives. Yeah, yeah you, don't, you, you, you do not want to see that guy fight, mainly because it's not interesting to look at, but um, also he's, <laughs> that's, the, that's really the main problem with it. Anyways, uh, so you go down this hallway that leads you to the vault. It's kind of a straight shot. You take a right. Take a left, and then there's now one more door in front of you. Um, so this one, you have three card keys, if you remember from last time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This door has a slot on both sides of it, so it takes two different card keys at once. And we have three, right, okay. Yeah, so this, this isn't also, this isn't the vault door. This is the door that, like, leads you to the vault that you're then gonna, like, drill. To, mm-hmm. Yeah, right. You, you mentioned that the cards had symbols on them had like the playing card symbols do these the cards do but the yeah. um the like scanners do not well uh what do you want to try first process of elimination we only got three 
Sounds worth a shot. <laughs> I think I think we just do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think I think Pidge I think Pidge hands one to Char and holds one. We just yeah. give it a try. Yeah, just a little synchronized boop boop. So I assume we would use spade and heart. That feels right to me. Well, we still have diamond, right? Yeah. Okay, let's give that a try. Heart of the cards, baby. Spade, spade and heart, yeah. I think, uh, Pidge, you have the heart, and you put it in at the same time as Char does the uh, spade, and Char's does give you a red light as yours gives you a green light, Pidge. So there is a silent alarm that goes off for this, but the only person in the room with the security currently is Raph. Okay. But I am going to advance, advance a clock for it. Well, like I said, process of elimination flips the other one at, at Char. Mm-hmm. So then you, you do the, the heart and the diamond. This time it does work. Both of the green lights go off. The door slides up and reveals to you now this giant eight-sided vault door in front of you. Um, it looks like a large roulette wheel because it alternates sort of okay. like divots. Now it's all you. Did we establish a specific move for activating Penny? I thought it was just we did something that turned pe- that. Or no, that was for robot mode. I'm thinking of something else. Yes, the the to sort of like turn a penny from the the sort of ghost mode to the full robot mode. What what you get to do is you roll one d four right to, to basically just determine how tall it is. So whatever you roll is the number of meters tall it is. There's one option is better than the other three always. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think that the voice command, uh, if I'm sticking with that, is hey Penny, let's take a trip to the hardware store, and that is a three. All right, so three's still pretty tall. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, how tall? I think it's, like, probably, like, that's nine, nine feet. feet. It's, like, Mr. X-sized. <laughs> so, so okay, so the ceiling in this room is nice and tall, which I imagine it would be for a, yeah. for a big vault yeah. room. Okay. I- any taller, and you'd be, you'd be busting some shit up. <laughs> I think you really hit the ceiling on it. All right. Okay, Penny, Home Depot outlet would have been fine, but this is all right, too, just... Harbor Freight and Shipping Company me over here. Let's get to work. <laughs> you just have a list of hardware stores pulled up? <laughs> In my brain, there's two of them. I drive by them sometimes. Oh, okay. That was it. Fair enough. <laughs> In, the mid- In the Midwest, uh, one of our hardware stores is called Menards. That's true. We do Say have Menards. No. Oh, I wish I knew Menards. that. And it's pronounced Menards, yeah. too. Yeah. Menards. Tips fedora. Tips hard hat. Menards. <laughs> Anyways. All right, yeah, so I, I think Paige just looks looks up at the, the day late and dollars short. And All right, uh, who? I need, all right, Penny, uh, day late, I, what, whatever. Drill on! <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think it sort of like uh, reaches one hand up to sort of remove the Lagan as a head and like use it as a, a handheld drill. Uh, I'd like you to roll professional risk sure. to see just how well and how long this drilling is going to take you to do. That's that good old 2d6 plus what? Let's see. Plus, okay. Oh, plus a stat of your choice, right? Oh, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> uh, I think because it's penny, I'm going to say heart, heart, heart stat. Holy shit. Ooh, that is an 11. Y'all are just continuing to crush this shit. I love it. We gotta it. get I love the it. job done. Sometimes they're like, at the end of the movie, there should be a stressful situation. But I think, no. At the end of the movie, <laughs> it should be a victory lap. Because we did all the trouble. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got well, that we all. still gotta get out of here in the end. Yeah. Things will never go wrong getting out of here. <laughs> yeah, we keep rolling <laughs> yeah. sixes and we'll never die. Mm-hmm. I'm invincible. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Pidge, on a 10+, plus, you do it quick and without issue. 
We're, we're, we're going to take just a, a quick narrative beat while uh, Penny starts drilling. Also, they're th- a three-meter-tall robot, so I can't imagine it, it's going to take that long. It starts drilling. I think the camera sort of, like, pans towards the other hallway that uh, where the deposit is. We see Krillin sort of scan their key card, go and make their cash deposit of the night. They're just, like, mumbling to themselves. I'm like, I'm so glad Danny finally decided to hit this place tomorrow. I'm tired of doing this dumb job. <laughs> But after tomorrow, we get that payout. It's all coming up, Krillin. And he dumps off his cash Aww. and he leaves. <laughs> I want to. I want to cut back to Raph. I've advanced that clock a couple times, Raph. Yeah. So I think you know the computer is making like a flashing noise because the vault is being uh, broken into, and you're just like mostly ignoring it. I turn down the speaker. Yeah. But I, I think as you're doing that, you're reaching over to turn down the speaker. The screen starts to like glitch. A little bit no and you're 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 just like staring at it for a second a hand like sort of reaches out of the screen and Mm. like grabs onto the side of the monitor and slowly pulling themselves out is agent smith who has found his way back to you finally and as he i i I imagine you're sort of backing away from the computer as he comes out of it and he falls onto the floor a little bit like a newborn baby a a Mm bambi learning how to walk and he gets up straightens his tie and says mr uh, do you do you have a last name actually what do you got for me fucko <laughs> i punch <laughs> him and i want to swing at him <laughs> if you wanted to do it yoshi because it would be H- H- hamato yoshi's splinter's actual name of course Raphael would have splinter's last name because that's his dad okay mr yoshi yeah no <laughs> bam <laughs> all right now i'll hit you fuck <laughs> Oh. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna. Oh, I'll okay. just, things have been going really easy. I'm just gonna take it so I can level up. <laughs> for, for the listener, you rolled a four. Uh, uh, I'm assuming was that strike with intent? Oh yeah. Okay, so strike with intent. You rolled a complete and utter failure. Um, you're oh, taking oh, the oh. one for the experience. So the GM makes a move. That's fun. First off, I'm gonna advance. <laughs> Sorry, <clock>. everybody. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. No, no, no. I I also intended to. If I fucked up my next roll, just roll with it. So what happens is, you know, you swing. Uh, I think they just like dodge out of the way, bullet time style. What were you using? Were you using just like, were you punching or a weapon? I'm swinging with my real side. Okay. Yeah, I, I just think they bullet time dodge out of the way of it. Mm-hmm. Like jump up and like kick you back across the, the door. The, uh, uh, Edgeworth, you do hear another loud uh, sound coming from the other side of the behind the bar across from you. I get the cough timing wrong this time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that, that's that's really why I advanced the clock uh, as, as you're steadying yourself. Raph, I think what Agent Smith does is like go over to, to Gaussian and he sort of like puts his hand on it and like wakes up Gaussian. So he gets up, but he, oh he, he, Gaussian gets up, but in the way that in the Matrix, Agent Smith is able to turn other agents into him. He's, he's basically a virus, a sort of malware thing. Uh-huh. I don't think he can exactly do that in the real world, but I do think he's able to have some control over Gaussian now. So I think Gaussian suddenly gets up with the posture of Agent Smith. Um, he straightens his 
like I don't know ascot that he has in his I collar. Don't like that I don't like that. Puts on the sunglasses. Yeah, he puts. He, yeah, he's handed a pair of sunglasses that he puts on. He's, he's already wearing an earpiece because he works in the casino. Maybe he pulls that earpiece off because that's the big symbol for for Agent Smith and the the in Reloaded and Revolutions. But oh yeah, yeah. So so Gaussian pops off his earpiece and now they're both uh, walking towards you. Yeah, I scramble to my feet and I pull out the uh, the Miles Edge saber. Yes, and uh, I I click the click the walkie talkie on and off and on and off and on and off and on and off. Is that the signal? I mean, Edgeworth takes that as distraction time because Edgeworth is like. Raph's in trouble. I gotta go. Mm-hmm. I gotta go help him out. So I gotta get away from this game. So I think I think Edgeworth reflexively maybe makes a quick face at like realizing the sound has been played. And I just think Duke mm-hmm. Nukem is watching you for your bluff and is like, "Did you just shit your pants? <laughs> <laughs> you look like you shit your pants, and I know Edgeworth a thing says, or two about it." Edgeworth <laughs> says. If you'll excuse me, <laughs> uh, he stands up so that he can. He stands up so that he can, like, without anyone seeing, he reaches in Edgeworth's sleeve is the little thief from Ace Attorney Investigations, which is probably with the given the timeline, you wouldn't have have it at this point. But Ace Attorney fans. If you're in my mentions, actually, that's great. <laughs> Thanks for listening. He pulls out the little thief, which which is a device that his friend, who is a master thief, uh, has. And the gimmick is that it can recreate. You feed it in data of a scenario, and it creates a hologram of that situation. And so I think what Edgeworth does is he, like, brings up a hologram that makes it look like Lashif is cheating. I want the hologram that it pulls up, places itself into the room to look like an AR display, especially for Lashif that says like what card is in everyone's hand. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's the bluff that I'm making is that okay. I'm making it look like Lashif was using some AR display the whole time, which which now the whole room can see. I think convince somebody is going to be the the move. Cool. So that's with heart. But I can use... Oh, right. Uh, because move. of my move, uh, it lets me use mastery instead. Cool. Uh, little gray cells. Uh, when you convince someone with facts and logic. Although uh-huh. this is like fake fake news yeah. and logic. Uh, but, you know. I do know. Ten. Hey, look at that. Ten. Hey. Fuck yes. Miles yeah. Edgeworth decides the truth. <laughs> you had clear assurance and evidence, but you don't even need it. You got that ten. You got the ten plus. Or at least a ten. Um, so they'll do it until something puts them in danger or reveals their true intentions. That doesn't really apply to this situation because danger is the outcome that you're going for. Yeah, the thing that I want them to do is start shooting each other. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, so you said you wanted to sort of activate the little thief like discreetly to sort of just like project this sort of hologram that reveals everyone to or to everyone that Lashif has been cheating, even though they haven't. Correct. Uh, poker's pretty easy when you have a HUD. <laughs> L- uh, fucking Orson Welles Lashif is just like, what? What? What is a HUD exactly? I'm from the '60s. <laughs> I, I, at that point, I don't even think it matters. I, I, Duke Nukem knows what a HUD is, and he's like, "You son of a bitch!" And he pulls out a gun <laughs> and points it at Lashif. At this point, just for the vibe, I want to say that in the shuffle, the little thief gets like bumped so now it's like cycling through different holograms just for like the 
just for like the fight scene from Blade Runner 2049 vibes. Nice. Um, so maybe now what it's projecting is like, ooh, like John Wick's house or something. And it's like going through our previous jobs. That's, oh, yeah. The, the casino just slowly is being flashed with like RPD, the lab, yeah. all the other mm-hmm. places you've been. Love that. Notably, you get an image of the closet of the hot topic and it's like why is Edgeworth Ben in there <laughs> ben in the storage room of the hot topic yeah just a hot topic with like like three mannequins in it uh-huh and then every now and then it flashes with only two mannequins huh. Duke Nukem just starts pulling out guns and unloading Edgeworth uh, just immediately take a harm for that cool I mean not what I wanted but that's valid uh- <laughs> Understandable. I'm just gonna go ahead and cross Lashif's name off this list. I mean, he's a Bond villain, but I don't, I don't think that he's on par with everyone else here. Go- Goji is currently being protected by like his army of goons, the uh, the villain from Jet Set Radio. Uh, so they're also unleashing bullets. I think uh, Fujitora, the Marine from uh, One Piece, he like. He, he controls gravity, which is ex- as overpowered as you might think it is. Uh, all the poker chips start floating. Oh, yeah, that's all. That's already happening, too. I think, uh, but he'll, like, break chunks out of the earth to, like, ride on, like, a fucking Nimbus. But I think he does that with, like, a slot machine in, in here. Oh, he just, cool. like, pulls something near him to, like, stand on. And he's, like, deflecting bullets with his, like, uh, his samurai sword. And for some reason, the person that he focused on to use his power was Pegasus. So now, like, Pegasus is doing, like, a fucking Yamcha in the crate. Pose. The <laughs> <laughs> millennium I aim for shit, huh? Edgeworth takes the Edgeworth takes the opportunity to uh, to leave the room and start heading towards uh, help and Raph. Okay, and and with all this uh, uh, shit, I think uh, Greg is melting like a popsicle on a warm day. <laughs> he's he's running around because Gals Gaussian's not here. I do think we cut back to Luke, so he's like, "Not again! I can't lose my groove again." <laughs> <laughs> He opens a dark portal and just leaves. Fuck, he quits his job right there. <laughs> one of the, one of the like jet set radio uh, henchmen gets like pushed into the portal accidentally. <laughs> Absolutely, that's right before that's just it Luke new right hand man. Yeah, now. yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. He'll, yeah. he'll he'll teach him how to play the games. <laughs> he'll be in the after credits. They'll be eating shawarma together. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, Greg, uh, Greg like runs, hides under a table, and he's like. I'm tired of hubris, man. I don't want any more of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> the the little thief is still like projecting all these things, and I think it projects uh like it's projecting a hallway from RPD such that like the the camera shows like the front door of the building and it's projecting a staircase leading to that front door, and as it does that, uh Mr. X breaks down the front door. Makes yeah, immediate, yeah. he makes Here immediate eye contact with uh, Edgeworth, who's looking back. Like they make <laughs> eye contact as Edgeworth is like sneaking into the back door, and now Mister X is hot on your tail, but following you back through that door. That rules. I want to cut back to like Char. I'm assuming you're just kind of keeping watch while Penny does her work. Yeah, I think the way I imagine it is, we cut from Mister X and Edgeworth sharing a glance. And then we, like, smash cut to, like, the vault as, like, Char hears just a bunch of shit over the radio. And he's, like, rapidly trying to be, like, chiming into the radio saying, Hello? I- what's going on? Raphael? Edgeworth? I- tell me something. Mostly according to plan. 80% success rate. <laughs> and, I, and, and I think as you, um, hear that, I think the, the drill stops because it has completed, uh, it's, like, all the way through. 
Are we through? Okay, hey, hey, we're through. Hey, uh, try not die for another couple seconds. Uh, we've got a big door to open. Um, all right, Penny. Uh, I don't have time to think of a funny way to say this, Penny. Get the door open. <laughs> uh, the 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 mech sort of like uh, reequips the drill as a head, sort of like a hat that's also a face, and then uses its now free arm to swing this uh, slowly this giant vault door open. And what you see behind it is um, exactly what it looks like in the video game Sonic Adventure One. Mountains of fucking gold coins. <gasps> and it sort of leads, it's this Scrooge McDuck thing. Whoever played this save file last was doing great at fucking Knight's Pinball. Uh, and it just, it, there's a straight line right up. Uh, there's a weird button in the middle of the room, but the coins sort of are uh, stacked in such a way that it leads up to the back shelf of this room where you see <laughs> one nice yellow gym. Wow. Fellas, you'd all better not die tragically because we just hit the jackpot. <laughs> Working on it. Not part of the agenda. Edgeworth hiding underneath like a table with gunfire in the background with yeah. a bullet in his arm. <laughs> Mr. X bursting down the door. The rapid sound of sword fighting over the, the walkie with Raph. I, I, I think Pidge turns back to Char. Hey, listen, I right now, I, I, I if I need defense, I've got it. And point at Penny. If you need to go help Raph or help Edgeworth or whatever, you can do that. We'll be okay for a minute. Gosh, I guess we need to figure out how we're actually getting out of here with this stuff, don't we? Oh boy. Oh yeah. man, that's a whole other thing. Uh, first things first, secure the emerald. Yes. I'll go help Raph. I can Penny fit things inside? I think Pidge looks at Penny for a second. We did make her hands giant heads. Those have <laughs> mouths. Those those have jaws. I I bet. Listen, listen, hey, hey, Penny, are you hungry? <laughs> I think Penny just sort of stared. Yeah, there we go. That's it. All right. I think I think I can make this work. It might take a little finagling, but I guess that's my specialty, huh? Whatever you do, don't break it, please. <laughs> Me and the nine foot tall robot will be very careful. Let's go. And I think I think Pigeon, Pigeon, Penny go into the vault. Mm -hmm. And then I think Char uh, starts running down the hall towards Raph. I'm already headed that way if more more the merrier. What I was thinking is that you two should bump into each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. You like meet as the hallways meet around the corner. Edgeworth, glad to see you. We've got a raft to save, but same here. Mm -hmm. I want to bust down the door and having heard through my intercom that it was a heard the Mr. Smith thing, I could chuck the data knife into Mr. Smith. <laughs> yeah. Stab Mr. Smith with the data knife. <laughs> what is Absolutely. that do? Yes, please, 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 I must know what that does. I mean, do it. I'll think of something. <laughs> I'm gonna strike with intent. Pulls the oh, blade out. Rules. There's like, instead of like blood on the shirt, there's ones and zeros pouring out. Yeah. Yeah, so that's gonna be minus one because it's with dark, yeah? Yeah. Nine. Hey, 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 hey. Nice, nice. What am I choosing from here? Well, if this is intense, going to be defend yourself from harm, deal great harm, or take control. It's a nine. You get to pick one. I will. Can I, if I take control of the situation, can I get Raph out of here and we can meet up with Pidge and start boogieing? Yeah, I think that sounds good. Mr. X is coming, but it will get, you can get Raph out of danger with that. I said I burst down the door, but I think I open it quietly so that uh, Mr. Smith Galsian doesn't hear, and then I just... First, I, I put a hand on 
the, his back shoulder to get like uh, not not to like say anything to him not like excuse me but just to like <laughs> so that i get leverage so that with my other hand i can pull him in as i'm stabbing him in the back like a coward jesus <laughs> that's awesome i think the damage that i take is that like there's like feedback because i'm stabbing the data knife into mm-hmm. mr smith and i'm zapped by virus energy yep so that puts edgeworth at at two harm now yeah i think like hitting with the data knife uh, like i i feel like it just is the same as what deal great harm would do just because you're pairing sort of some of the attacks data to a man that was like birthed by data the 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 sheer recoil of it like he loses his sunglasses now his his collar is like undone um like his, his tie is loosened is he knocked out of the gaussian body uh yeah yeah i think he's lost control over gaussian i don't think he can like i think you've done enough damage where he can't control people now like he's still a threat mm-hmm. but i i think you you've sort of nerfed uh his his specific skill set if that makes sense hey Nerf for nothing. It's it, that's exactly true. <laughs> Stupid. So Galsine is still like shaken awake now, and he also still. I mean, he wants to probably kill everyone in front of him, so he'll he'll move in a moment. But Edgeworth does like a polite bow to Galsine as we fucking duck out. <laughs> yep. R- yeah. Raph runs a- Edgeworth's by like, Edgeworth. nice neck wear. And then- yeah. <laughs> as as I pass by Edgeworth, Raph is like, that was the most. You're a ninja. I knew you had it in you. Always beauty. Oh, oh, I'm so proud. I learned it from the best. Oh, you are. Agent Smith is like stumbling. He goes, Mr. <laughs> as he's like trying to like regain his uh, stability. I think as you're praising each other, you like turn the corner and see just Mr. X walking towards you. Now that's Raph, your immediate sight line now. Oh, boy. Edgeworth looks back like, Char, do something. <laughs> I want I want to cut to Pidge real quick before we go back to y'all. Mm-hmm. Okay, Pidge Penny is just like in this sort of vault with you, just like noshing on coins with both their hands, uh-huh. just like drop. <laughs> like I imagine the uh, the login head like opens up. And Penny's just dumping <laughs> coins into, like, the head compartment. Yeah. I do think, Pidge, you accidentally oh, stepped on the button in the middle of the room, so a big hand grabbed you and shook coins out of your pocket. If none of you have ever played Sonic Adventure 1, it's incredible. <laughs> it's like, These two hands come down, they pick up Sonic, and they just go, walk it, dig it, dig it, Penny, make sure to pick these up. They might be worth more. I can't place why, but I feel like this episode was directed by Chris Columbus. <laughs> Don't insult me like that ever again. <laughs> but I think uh, after that, Pidge, like you're going up to actually get the 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 main thing that you came here for. And Pidge, this doesn't mean anything to you. You've never seen one of these things before. But the the mm-hmm. listener might notice that instead of the shape you might expect a Chaos Emerald to be, this is sort of just a, like a yellow cube. It's like got some lines running across that you can like see a light emanating out from the middle of it. Hmm. Uh, but you know, the, the listener at home or when eventually Tails looks at this thing uh, might think that's not what it's supposed to look like. Okay. But it is definitely the most valuable thing here. Yeah. All right. I I, th- I think not, not even to describe that, but I think Pidge does like call on if, if, if Tails is on the channel, just, Hey, uh, Hey, Hey Tails. Uh, I think we've got your, your big rock here. Tails says, Oh, great. Good. And like you hear, like, I think you hear Q in the background of them as they're like, getting stuff together like hurry up you got about like uh 30 minutes before this train's supposed to leave q penny did so well i can't wait to tell you about it okay we're on our way 
hangs up. I think is it how how big is it? Is it can Pidge hold it or is it like enormous? Yes, yeah, it's 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 the size that you would expect with a Chaos Emerald. It's like handheld. Okay. I, I think I think while Penny is is still busy with coins, Pidge just like tries to pick, like touches it and sees if if they can pick it up. Hmm. That shape looks vaguely familiar. <laughs> I know. I'm also yeah, I'm reverse image searching right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking like, oh, it's a soul emerald. That's not a soul emerald. Don't overthink it. Mm-hmm. All right. I think I think I think Pidge goes from the tails frequency to the everyone else frequency and is just, hey, uh, can. Can y'all clear the way so we can get out the way we came in? Or how's how's the temperature in, in the hallways there? Well, clear the way, they say. It'll be easy, they say. Well, the only thing standing between us and the main casino right now is Mr. X. So we've been here before. That's that's true. How can you get him out of the way enough? We're working on it. The only door is on the other side of the lobby where there's a gunfight right now. So we need to get through Mr. X through the lobby. To the train station still? Uh-huh. Yep. The correct order, yes. And what time does the train leave? We've got 30 minutes. I've got worse trains. God, I wanna make I wanna make it so that Mr. X charges at us, but we dodge, so he smashes into the storage room where the cheers bartender is. Give me one more. This is the bad place. <laughs> this whole time I've been thinking, like, how That's do it. we ruin Sam's life? That's He's right there. <laughs> That's it. You, uh, you dropped the little thief. You used the data knife. What else do you have? The co- I'm the color. I'm wearing the color red. Fuck, Toro, you're right. Toro, baby, let's go. Fuck. Uh, okay. I mean, I what's the what did I have Raph roll when they did the same fucking thing in RPD? <laughs> oh, it was just defend from harm. Okay, so roll that for me, Edgeworth. Can I assist on this with a limit break? Uh, yeah. Let's see how the defend from harm roll goes first. Alright. Uh, what do I roll for Defend for Harm? I don't know. No one ever fucking does it in this game. Uh, Light. (laughs) (laughs) I have a one in Light? (laughs) We just eat the fucking No, I have nothing in Light. Or or we do Strike with Intent and then just Defend from Harm. Okay, (laughs) we got Edgeworth, buddy, buddy, (laughs) I rolled two ones when trying to Defend from Harm. Got it. Oh, he goes right through me and into Sam. Uh, so, I I mean, that's a tough re-roll. Can I defend Edgeworth? Can I roll defend from harm for Edgeworth? You or Char can roll limit break. And even then, that's only going to lift it to a mixed. Okay. Here, here. Let, let me do it. I have I have a, a move that will help should I take damage. There it is, uh, That's baby. a 12. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> okay, so you, you rolled a perfect 12. Uh, well, I mean, you rolled an 11 plus 1, Raph. Uh, so you, you get to lift the defend from harm without uh, spending anything extra. So now wheels, uh, you have a mixed success on defend from harm. So it costs you either you um, expose yourself to more danger or I can just make a move. Um, just so I know fictionally, how is Raph helping me out? Oh, I'm uh, whipping my hand forward with cupel and it's doing like a, uh, I'm treating cupel like a green lantern ring. It's, it's like a uh, grab, uh, a uh, arcade machine, like the grabbing machine, you know, where you pick up the stuffed animals. Like yeah, the throw, crane machine. Yeah. yeah, throws the hand forward and it's that. It grabs around Edgeworth to yank you out of the way at the last moment really hard. Awesome. Okay. Uh, one of my options is just to have you make a move. Uh, yeah, I can make a move or you can expose yourself to danger. But uh, honestly, my GM brain, those are the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Make a move. Okay. Um, I think I think you succeed. Like, uh, you're, you're trying to, like, get out of the way and, and like, uh, get Mr. X to run towards you and then get out of the way so he runs into this sort of staff break room, which is behind you on the map that Sam Malone is trying to rest in pantsless. Uh-huh. And... <laughs> 
<laughs> like the fucking Jurassic Park scene. That's just happening off screen. I think what happens, like, the move I want to make, um, I think it is going to be a, a little more dangerous. Raph, I think you're really, like, quick and... Mm-hmm jumpy with the sort of using using cupel to throw edgeworth around mm-hmm. i think as you let go of them i think they still f- like flail their frail body into the wall mm-hmm. um and they still take one harm oh mm-hmm. uh, i i think um pidge i want i want to ask you what you're doing before we progress yeah i i think i think pidge is picking up the emerald uh l- l- looks at penny says all right girl you had your fill and then i don't know it's, it's a robot it could yeah there's a we nod go. Hey Penny, airplane mode, uh, which is the command <laughs> to turn turn her back into the little the little ghost. Yeah, the Ru- the Rubik's cube is is crunched and solved back into the shape. <laughs> little floating a little bit lower just from the weight of all the coins, yeah. and uh, and and Pidge is holding the emerald, and I think Pidge just books it. I, I think it, I think it's it's time to it's time to go. I think uh, before you get there, uh, Raph I, or, or Char, one of you are steadying Edgeworth back on their feet and maybe the other one is looking into the room to be like, like looking to see if Mr. X is coming back out yet and he's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, as Paige whips around one corner, I think the security room door is kicked down now the other way by Gaussian again. <laughs> he's just like, <laughs> s- oh, silently holds his fist, shakes his fist up at you. I know I'm not one to talk, but why is it that every time we go on one of these jobs, we meet people who just won't give up? <laughs> I think like attracts like. As we start to move, Char pulls out his phone. He hits a couple of buttons. Oh, yes, uh, I forgot. Yeah, okay. And music just starts blasting over the speakers, <laughs> just blowing through uh, every sound system in this place. And I think the camera pans outside. Yeah, it pans the gunfight as, like, everyone sort of pauses and then goes back to the gunfight. <laughs> just with a backing track now. And Krillin, Krillin is, like, sneaking under tables trying to get out. Nothing's coming up, Krillin. Nothing. <laughs> and it pans it outside of the casino. There's guards. There's, like, golden rhinos, like, goji's goons. There's, like, cop cops uh, just sort of, like, Standing around trying to figure out, like, I, do we go in? There's a gunfight happening. Do we wait for this to, like, settle down? We should probably wait outside. But also maybe a rave? <laughs> also maybe a rave. It might be cool. <laughs> and then just streaming from the rooftops, like, grinding down rails and, like, flagpoles. Just an ocean of teenagers. Just an ocean of, like, wildly dressed, punkish teenagers. Some of them are dressed like b-movie monsters some of them are just goth girls but like pastel pink goth girls there's a couple of motherfuckers who are dressed like robots and are just sort of like hell yeah gesturing wildly on their way down and the paint just starts flowing as oh, that's the sick. ggs and every other rudy they could wrangle comes down to like make a distraction for us this rules a really fancy casino covered with like spray paint street art mm-hmm. that fucking rules that's, that's incredible it is while that's hologram beautiful. is playing in a gunfight oh, <laughs> the, what a the great fucking uh, delta rude fuckers and beat from oh, yeah, right. Right. yeah. Right. what a fucking blast it is over there so i i think like this takes Gaussian by surprise and like he, he's like listening to the music and like his like little pager of like security alerts is like blowing the fuck up now from every other person who like works under him. 
around the building. And I think mm-hmm. he like sort of looks at you, looks at his pager and like goes back into the security room to, to deal with that. Um, and that's just me sort of giving you a win with the because uh, you did prep for that. So so with that, uh, you wanted to, I'm assuming, just leave. Yeah. Well, is the gunfight? You <laughs> yeah, still have to make yes. it through a room with a gunfight, right? You like, sure yeah. do. Uh-huh. I think as you're like, Gaussian goes back, you all sort of like wipe sweat off your brow and you hear rustling coming from the staff room as Mr. X is sort of standing back up. So I think you start uh, <laughs> booking it back towards the mm-hmm. main casino room again. And now uh, the three of you who are not Edgeworth now, as you get to the casino, get to see what was left for you. A ridiculous gunfight going off. Goji is still like surrounded by an army of guys who are protecting him. Greg is uh, hiding underneath some tables. I think Maximilian has been successfully defeated and now Duke Nukem is the one being crushed by gravity next to him. <laughs> With the with the Millennium Eye, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Fujitora put the Millennium Eye in one of the eyes he cut out of his head. Oh, good, great. The Marine that's with him, very good. His power is just to sort of separate into a bunch of orbs. So I think he's just floating around as a human shield around Fujitora. Edgeworth says, "See distraction." <laughs> yeah, it's like that. That and then like yeah, the, the the holograms of all the places you've been are just flashing on, and now this rave music is in beat with it. Mr. X is coming up behind you. You're trying to run through this room without getting hit. I was going to have everyone roll either defend from harm or push through stress individually. Gotcha, gotcha. Then that works. That works. I think I want to do defend from harm for these. I want to start, though, with... I want to start with Pidge. That's plus zero for me, so... Bada boom. Ten. Oh! Okay. I'll take it. Yeah, you prevent yourself from danger, so... uh, Thank God. So, so the hologram thing is still running through all the scenes of our adventure. There was the one part in RPD where uh, Pidge was jumping uh, across the hoods of cars to get away from the lion yes. that was in the, the parking garage. I think uh, that plays, and as it plays, you do Pidge the same like, thing. is sort of sort of following in its footsteps, but is jumping across like poker tables, like Fucking basically finding a, finding a path, and the path happens to be the exact yeah. same. There's one. a hologram of you doing it, like right two seconds behind you every step, so you're now faster than you were before. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, think, I think Pidge is pointing back at that one going, that one's the real me, that one's the real me. um fantastic uh char i i want to put you up next okay minus one five okay okay so i think what happens here is i rolled a five uh that's a full failure yeah yes Uh so i like the situation escalates Mm -hmm. and you take harm yeah so i think what happens here is as everyone is moving through char like sees pidge go through char sees that like edgeworth is hurt and, like, is trying to get a bead on the room in the corner of his eye, like, in the moment as, like, the little thief projection switches to the lab, I think he sees another swan. And in that moment, Mm. he just sort of, like, freezes and forgets himself, takes a bullet to the arm. Oof. Yeah. So are you at one harm now or two? Uh, one. Okay. Shockingly. Yeah, so you, you, you take a bullet in the arm and you, like, sort of bunker down and make it the rest of the way through. Raph, you are the next roll I want. That's a 10, baby. Hey! Raph is make it, r- goes out running and, like, hits a roulette table to knock it upward, knock the little roulette spinning thing up, and then just keeps doing that to, blo- like, deflect bullets or block bullets, you know? Just yep. making more of a mess of the thing as he's, like, parkouring his way through the whole fucking thing. 
All right, so you make it through there, and that leaves now Edgeworth. Um, roll your defense. Yeah, for this is with light. Yes, you rolled a five. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> the dismal roll is coming out. That's a five. <laughs> Edgeworth sees Char get shot, so Edgeworth hesitates too. Like Edgeworth, like steps back to go help Char, and in doing so, gets exposed to the crossfire and just takes one to the stomach mm-hmm. slams down onto the ground yeah char char runs on ahead maybe not noticing yet that you helped them and then they look back when they get to the door with pidge and raf no 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 no, no. i mm. got oh. We, we got wheels. Ugh. I know you don't want me we, to run we, back, but hey, <laughs> someone hey, will hey, need to restrain hey. Raph. Don't you don't want you die. You to die too. The tr- you hear the train. You hear the train horn. Char Char and Pidge are both. It takes both of them to restrain mm-hmm. Raph from running back. And yeah, like yeah. you simultaneously hear like the train horn, and also Mister X comes out of the hallway mm-hmm. across the hall, and you 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 don't have the choice. Edge! Raph, we don't have the time. I can't. Raph, we have to go. We Raph, have to now. I know. Now. I understand. I know. I know. Mm. I understand exactly what you are feeling. We have to go. Raphael, I promise you, if we can come back, I will come back myself. But we have to go. Can I Can I leave Cupel with Edgeworth? I can't help. Like, Garakala, go help him. We'll meet up later. Bring him back. You can't. I think it costs you your link with Karakala. I, we just, I can't lose Edgeworth. <laughs> I, I, yeah, no, it's, it's, that's what happens. Like, okay. I, I, you in charge, buddy. Go help him. Caracalla <laughs> goes over, and I think, um, like, they, they sort of wrap around Ed, Edgeworth's wrist, and you don't have time to watch it any longer than that between yep. Mr. Mister X and you needing to catch that train. You all, like run towards the train uh and sort of hop on as it's pulling away or like or like file into it before it is is getting ready to leave mr x like barrels out of the hallway and the camera sort of just like lingers where that is as it sort of centers edgeworth as the doors sort of swing open and closed again um and i think the final time edgeworth is not there as the doors finally close and i think that's the episode Interstitial is hosted by the Orange Groves Podcast Network. Find other shows on the network or hear cut and bonus audio by supporting the network at theorangegroves.com. This podcast is also supported by the Gotta Memorize Patreon, and you can hear the rest of the full season ahead of the public feed at the $1 tier at patreon.com slash memorizecast. You can buy the game we're playing, Interstitial, at linksmithgames.com. You can tweet about the show with hashtag interstitialAP. Edgeworth is played by Wheels, who's on Twitter at SingularWheels. Raphael is played by Riley, the designer of the game, on Twitter at RevRyBread. Pidge is played by Jay on Twitter at Extreme Salsaing. Char is played by Blake on Twitter at BlakeLocked. This season is GM'd, edited, and the music is by me, Joe. On Twitter, it goes to Joe. See you next time. <laughs>